1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. In a relationship, never underestimate the power of date night, especially when it means sharing a movie at Marcus Theaters. Get tickets now at MarcusTheaters.com. Time to talk music news with our music expert, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? Keep punching those buttons. All right, I'll say it again. We'll edit this. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. Um, there you on. are. All right. We're Gary Graff, our music expert. Greetings from the snowy Midwest, because I know what's going on down there. And let me say with great affection, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. Um, all right. So we had things happen during the week here. Uh, the biggest... Uh, one, one of the ones that we noticed and we said we'll have to ask Gary about that is John Mellencamp is noti- donating his archives to Indiana University. Yeah, he's ha- he has a long association with them. He's done performances there. I think he has an, an honorary degree from there. And so it's the natural place for him to give this collection of documents, instruments, stage clothing, photographs, probably some of his paintings, just, you know, much like... I don't know, you know, nobody quite knows how Bob Dylan's archive wound up in Oklahoma, you know, with the Woody Guthrie connection, of course, but still. But here's a very appropriate, you know, home state hero turning over his archives to a, to a university that's going to treat them right. You said stage outfits like he was out there in some John, kind of sequin thing. Yeah, okay. T-shirts t-shirt. and jeans, right? Yeah. Sweaty ones, too. So what are we talking about money-wise here? Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, this is one of those things, you know, the the value of it is really, okay, find somebody who will pay you these many millions of dollars. But, you know, it's it's probably a few million dollars worth of material. So it's not the hundreds of millions of dollars that we were thinking for uh, for uh, royalties or licensing and all that stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, this is no, it's, it's it's an entirely different matter. I mean, how do you how do you put a value on a on a on a handwritten song, lyric sheet? You know, you really can't. You put it up for auction and auction, and you see what the market will bear. All right, so. Yeah, but I think I think they'll do some. I think they'll turn they'll turn his archives into something really nice and something that a music fan wants to visit. At least take it down to Hobby Lobby and have some stuff framed for him, right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, somebody, I was at the pool here the other day, and somebody said, "Hey, when we get back, we're going to go see Def Leppard and uh, Motley Crue." I don't remember where they said they were playing, but they said they were going to go see that show. Uh, and then you have Nikki Six news this morning about their plans. Yeah, I mean, so this won't be the last chance to see Motley Crue. Uh, Nikki Six was talking to a radio station in Brazil because they're going to be taking the stadium tour down there. And, you know, he pretty much said, we're back, that he and Tommy and Vince have talked about it. And they said, you know, what are you, what are you doing for the next eight years? You know, let's, let's hit 50. So it sounds like, you know, after having, having retired back in, what was it, 2018 or 19. Uh, Motley Crue has has unretired. Alice Cooper has decided not to cut off their heads, and they're yeah. going to they're going to keep going at least until their 50th anniversary. So that's another eight years. Can they hold up for another eight years? That's that's the question. Of course, you know, Mick Mars has gone by the wayside. You know, due for health reasons more than anything else. 
Uh, we all know Vince hasn't sounded at his best, uh, and that's being kind. So who knows? Who knows? I mean, certainly the magic of technology lets you stick around a lot longer than you, than you might otherwise. So what's the deal with uh, Godsmack? Not, uh... This is interesting, yeah. So here you are, Godsmack puts out a new album, which they say is going to be its last album. Hits number one, you know, on all the appropriate charts. They had to cancel their South American tour because, and how many times do you see a band actually admit to this, they can't sell enough tickets. They came out with a statement they, this no week. No one ever admits to that. Yeah, right. you, always have, so, uh, you always have some equipment problem or scheduling conflicts or you make something up. Yeah, no, they just came out and in their statement they said due to a lack of ticket sales, we, can't, we simply can't find a way to fund this tour at this time. Uh, kudos to them for being that honest about it. And, uh, I'm they, suspicious that, that, that there's a different reason, like right, somebody's really sick or else. something. Um, I can't imagine, but and I'm oh. sure they're disappointed because, listen, they, they're very popular in South America, and, and their kind of music is insanely popular in South America. So I'm hmm. sure it's a real blow. Uh, they are going to hit the U.S. starting at the beginning of May. And they'll be touring here throughout the balance of the year. And I can't imagine they won't try to get to South America, but maybe more, you know, getting on festival bills and things like that rather than shows of their own. How excited should I be about a uh, Janet Jackson documentary? I, you know, I mean, I, if you saw the last Janet Jackson documentary, you know, that was, that was interesting but a little bit self-serving. And now she's saying she's going to make a documentary centered around this upcoming concert tour uh, she's launching, which is her first in about seven years. And apparently part of, part of it's going to deal with an attempt that she made to put the Jackson family band back together. In other words, she wanted Randy and Marlon and Tito and Jermaine to go out on the road with her and be part of it. Now, as far as I know, that's not going to happen. But, you know, they're, they're going to make a documentary out of, I guess, the drama behind trying to get that to happen. Her <laughs> picking up mm. the phone and everybody saying no. So this documentary you know, will take I, about six seconds. I wonder, you know, it'll be, interesting. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what the story, you know, was behind that. Because that really wasn't even spoken about a lot. You know, she just kind of announced her tour and there wasn't even a rumor of a Jackson's reunion. Lenny Kravitz at the Oscars? Yeah. No yeah, Gaga? He's, he's going to be, Lenny Kravitz is going to be doing the in memoriam performance while the parade of people who have passed away goes by. I've got to think he's playing his song, See You Again. That, that seems like the most appropriate. And they're already, they're already forewarning us that this, the, the segment on TV will not have everybody, but the full segment with more than 230 people will be online right after. So that's going to happen. Meanwhile, Lady Gaga will not be performing uh, her song, you know, her, her best original nominated song from Top Gun Maverick. Uh, she's the only one of the best original songs nominees who will not be performing. Her excuse is that she's in the middle of making a new film, uh, Filet, Joker Filet Adu with uh, Joaquin hmm. Phoenix, and that the shooting schedule doesn't allow her to prepare and rehearse for the Oscars. But you will have you will have most of the others, including Rihanna, who will presumably be on a stage and not flying above uh, heads at anywhere. Uh, a bunch of presenters have been announced. John Travolta, Haley Berry, Finn, 
Samuel L. Jackson, The Rock will be there, Andrew Garfield, Michael B. Jordan, Nicole Kidman, you know, the whole whole array of stars, and that's going to be 7 o'clock on uh, this Sunday. So while you guys are sitting there, you know, still nursing your trip hangovers and recovering, you know, you can, uh, you can kind of stretch out in front of the TV and watch that. So uh, part of the in memoriam uh, this week, uh, Gary Rossington, David Yeah, yeah there's some, uh, there were some sad ones this week. Gary Rossington, the last remaining original member of Leonard Skinner. He passed away last Sunday, age of 71. He's been cheating death for a long time. He survived the plane crash and then has had enormous health problems, heart problems, uh, really for more than a decade. And by all rights, should never have continued and I but I remember talking to both him and his wife Dale who's a backup singer with Leonard Skinner and they said you know when he got whatever it was his 40th stent or something they said you know he basically he was going to die with his boots on and you know seemingly he did that's very sad David Lindley uh, best known for his work with Jackson Brown but he's also played with Bob Dylan James Taylor Linda Ronstadt Bruce Springsteen Kenny Loggins really a who's who uh, he passed away as well at the age of 78. And then a guy not as many people know, but Michael Rhodes, uh, he's a bass player in Nashville, and he has worked, he has more than 700 credits touring and recording. Uh, Stevie Nicks, Elton John, Mark Knopfler, Joe Baez, John Fogarty, Michael McDonald, Dolly Parton, you get, you get the picture. This guy was one of the A-listers down in Nashville, and he passed away at the age of 69. All right, on the good news, for years I've wondered where Billy Squire ever went. He just, no, seriously, he oh, just disappeared. He, he disappeared. He wasn't on any of those, like, all-star tours or anything like that. He was just gone, and now he's got a new album coming out? Well, he's got a new song out. He was, uh, he was okay. part of the Ringo's all-star band for a while. Was he? he did, okay. He did that, but we haven't seen him on, like, oh, the Max, the Mass Singer or anything like that. So, uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> and, and, good, and, good, How many, and good for him. Yeah, and but this week he released uh, "Harder on a Woman," which is his first his first new rock song since 1993. So it's been a good okay. long time. Uh, and it's right. a pretty pretty good too. It's a you know it's a rocker. What's his uh, reason for not putting you know, out just, any material? Just kind for of you know burning out. You know he worked hmm. he worked it hard. Uh, you know during the 80s and the early 90s, and just didn't have it in him. Wanted to raise his uh, his children. And so he okay. took time off, and now he's coming back. He hasn't said whether it's going to be, he's going to, you know, do a full album or be touring, but we have a new song. Is his voice the same? It's very yeah, similar. You know. It's very similar. It, it sounds a little older, but really just a little. But he, that's, had two, that's, he had two really big albums or three really big albums? I, I would say three. He had three, his, okay. Uh, the, uh, second, third, and fourth albums, titles of which are escaping me right now, but but he had that he did have that run during the early and mid '80s. And for those of you who like those mid '80s and maybe even back to the '70s, Midnight Special launched a YouTube channel this week. Yeah, yeah, this is so great. Um, so the Midnight Special, <laughs> iconic TV show that was on the air between uh, 1973 and 1981, Was that on Friday night or Saturday night? I, dep- I think it depends on where you live. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was right. uh, it was syndicated, but they have just launched an official YouTube channel, 
and uh, they they're they're going to be rolling out clips from throughout the show, the throughout the years. Some of the first ones they put up were Fleetwood Mac performing Rihanna and Go Your Own Way, David Bowie doing Space Odyssey, uh, Rod Stewart with Keith Richards uh, doing Twist in the Night Away, Tina Turner uh, doing Nutbush City Limits. These are all from like the early and mid 70s, so totally vintage clips. And they say they're they're just going to keep the hits coming because they have thousands of them. This is Don Kirshner's Midnight Special, right? No, no, right? no. This is, uh, that was Don Kirshner's rock concert. Rock concert, right. Okay, yeah. that was another one, right. Right, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, he found step. a way to, you know, make some new dollars on old material. Oh, absolutely, you know, and that they have the like I'm sure it took them a few years to, you know, figure out the licensing and what they were contractually allowed to do because whatever the band signed back in 1975, let's say, you do have to look at it and say, okay, does this pertain to the screen, the, the streaming world? You know, this was yeah. a world that nobody knew would exist back then, so the contracts didn't necessarily reflect it. But it's a so they're not necessarily going to they're not necessarily going to roll out entire episodes like we saw them originally. It doesn't sound like it, but they might. You know, okay. I think it's I think it's open ended, but it's a, it's a wonderful rabbit hole to go down. I mean, and you just. You just start, you go to this channel, and you, you're hitting next, 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 next. I guess it would probably go down well at poolside there. You could all, you could all and, huddle, uh, around, huddle around a tablet or a cell phone and sing great, all these great hits. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is what? He's doing a holiday album. Um, well, you know, it, everybody does a holiday album sooner or later. He says it's going to be, he's recording it now. He says it's going to be mostly comedic, but that he does have a few of the staples. So, and Mostly and comedic. Will... So is he going to like spike Jones up like yeah. Christmas or something? Yeah, he'll do that, <laughs> or he'll do some parody lyrics. Uh, he says there are going to be some duets, but he's not saying who yet. Dolly so was... Parton. Uh, maybe, maybe. Although she's yeah. going to have her, she's going to have her own album coming out. She may not want to be on anybody else's. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mike Rutherford talked about Phil Collins what earlier this week. Yeah, he was on British TV because he's got a tour with Mike and the Mechanics. You know, his other band, for which Phil Collins' son is now the drummer. This kid's getting around. But he kind of updated people on Phil Collins' condition. And, and he said, you know, sadly, he said Phil is more immobile now than he was during the Genesis Farewell Tour. Oh, and, uh, which, which was sad to hear. But he does say he's happy. He's at home. He worked for, you know, so many. He worked hard for so many years. And he's just enjoying his time being at home. And. Yeah, definitely sounds from what Mike Rutherford's saying, like we won't see Phil Collins. And there's not an ex-wife burrowed into the place right now. And her new husband. They they did not not go there, surprisingly, on this interview. The the polite Brits being the polite Brits. Uh, If Phil wanted to, is his voice okay? If he wanted to record, not necessarily tour or play any instruments. I would expect he could, yeah. There's certainly the solo, the solo performances, and then the Genesis tour. I saw the voice was still in fine shape. It's just physically he can't play music anymore. He can't play an instrument. Okay. All right. And finally, what do you have? Well, let's go with this. Uh, they've just announced a pair of Jeff Beck tribute concerts are going to take place in London at Royal Albert Hall on May 22nd and 23rd. Proceeds are going to go to the Holy Wildlife Rescue, which is something that Jeff Beck and his wife were patrons of. Eric Clapton is taking the lead in organizing it, and the names uh, being bandied about so far are Billy Gibbons, Rod Stewart, 
uh, Johnny Depp, of course, uh, John McLaughlin, Derek Trucks, and Susan Sadeski, uh, Melda May, Robert Randolph, and more, more to be announced. So tickets for that. Uh, if you feel like another trip, tickets for that go on sale Monday, and you can get you'll be able to get them online at the Royal Albert Hall website. And uh, you know it's not quite going to be the tropics in a swimming pool, but there will be some pretty good music. Well, Gary, All you right. can't spend your whole life in a swimming pool. Even the benders know that. You guys, you, you guys to... look like you can. I'm watching. I'm trying to swim up bars, but they don't have swim up restaurants. So, well, you know, so you do, so you do carry out. I'm trying not to sound too bitter yeah. up here as I look out at, at the snow. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know if you're doing a good job of masking or not. But anyway, uh, Gary, thank you. I right, appreciate have a, it. Have a great time. Work, Thanks, wear Gary. sunscreen and stay safe. Yeah. All right, Gary, we'll talk to you next week.